You're listening to the Cairn 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Cairn University in just 10 minutes. Well, maybe the largest understatement of a lifetime to say that politics and our political leaders are in the news and the subject of much controversy today. And our guest today brings a fresh perspective to the realm of politics, political thought, and particularly as it relates to young people preparing for public service. Greg Schaller is the president of the John Jay Institute and joins us today. Thanks for being here, Greg. Thank you, Nate. Thanks for this opportunity to talk with you a little bit about the John Jay Institute, and then we'll talk some more about the politics major that's getting started here at Cairn University. Could you start us off by talking about John Jay, the John Jay Institute, and specifically, why might someone listening, listening to this need to know, or should they know, about the John Jay Institute? Right. The John Jay Institute has been around for 12 years. It was started by my predecessor in this job, a man by the name of Alan Crippen. And Alan, uh, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, was looking at the political landscape, and it was his belief, and I think many of us would agree today, that there's a dearth of principled Christian leaders in the public square. And he designed this program as a way of helping to develop young men and women who are strong in their faith, prepared to defend their faith, and to defend the, the founding principles of America in all different vocations. Um, we are happy when our graduates are homemakers, our homeschooling parents, and we are happy when they go on to public service, working at a public policy think tank or elective office and everything in between. Uh, what we think is that we, we need to be a faithful presence using Hunter's idea of a Christian presence in the world in all areas, in the media, in the arts, in the academy. And our goal is to really help refine these young men and women and prepare them for that public service. So our organization was first based in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and then five years ago it moved to the western suburbs of Philadelphia and Balakinwood. And just this past January, so a year ago now, we moved here to the campus of Cairn University. Cairn's president, Todd Williams, is also the chair of the board of the John Jay Institute. And both John Jay Institute and Cairn saw this as mutually beneficial, that there's opportunities for us to partner to do things together and provide opportunities both for the John Jay Fellows as well as Cairn students. Now, why John Jay? Why name an institute after him? Well, John Jay was probably is a lesser known, unfortunately, of America's founders, yet he was hugely important, very significant. A lot of his activities just aren't that well recorded, but there's two things about him. He modeled the statesman and he modeled Christian statesmanship um, very much. He was strong in his faith and he carried those principles of his faith over into his work in the government. So just a brief bio of Jay, he grew up and lived in New York State he was a delegate to both the First and Second Continental Congresses, and he was actually uh, named the president of the Second Continental Congress. These are prior to the American Revolution. During the American Revolution, he was named America, one of America's ambassadors to Spain, which was hugely important because it helped to uh, provide secure funds which were necessary for the American Revolution. After the Revolution, he was uh, named Secretary of State in the Washington administration, and then he was named the first Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. 
Um, some people may be familiar with his name because he was one of the three authors of Federalist Papers, which were hugely important in securing the ratification of the American Constitution. Uh, the other two, of course, being James Madison and Alexander Hamilton. Two other things to mention about him. He was very important in the abolitionist movement, and he was the one of the main reasons why New York was one of the early states to outlaw slavery. And then his post-political career, he was both vice president and president of the American Bible Society. And the American Bible Society, which uh, got it started, sort of started from a like organization in England, is committed to creating translations of the Bible and spreading the gospel around the world. And Jay certainly took that job very seriously and was a you know significant part of his career. So when Alan Crippen was forming this organization, looking for someone who could sort of capture those ideas and those principles, uh, Jay was an obvious person to name this organization after. Maybe you could talk briefly a little bit about the program, the students who come, and, and what kind of a student are you looking for in John Jay, and uh, what, how long is the duration of their time with you, and so on? Yeah, we're, we're looking for students who have a couple of uh, characteristics. Um, people who are serious in their faith and committed to their faith, because we, we it's a big part of our program, uh, both in the instruction that we do, but also in the Christian community life. So that is a big part of it, that community life. Our fellows live together in Fairview Manor, which is a home owned here on the Cairn campus. So they spend a lot of time together, and they really practice this idea of Christian community. They eat their meals together. We do morning and evening prayer together every day. They're in an academic seminar three hours a day, Monday through Thursday. So we spend a lot of time together. And it certainly helps to build that characteristic of, you know, taking Christian community seriously. We are an ecumenical program, so we have Protestants and Catholics who participate. And that's, of course, at times a, a source of some strife and some disagreement. Yet it's important for our fellows to be gracious towards one another and not to adopt or accept each other's different beliefs, but to be gracious towards one another. Our fellows read about 150 pages a night, so another characteristic that's essential is a very serious student. This is somebody who really wants to do that work of reading, and it's not always easy reading. It's pretty uh, weighty stuff. And then being prepared every day to discuss this for a few hours. It's not all serious academic stuff. We do do most Fridays a field trip to area historical sites. So this Friday, actually, we're going to be going to Independence Hall and the Constitution Center and the Museum of the American Revolution downtown. So those are educational experiences, but they're also fun. So those are really the key things about the students we're, we're looking for, you know, serious academics, serious in their faith, and serious this idea of Christian community. As you look at the political landscape, and in the next episode, we'll get to a little bit more specifically on the general political landscape, but um, is there a particular need that John Jay fills today in the broader political world or spectrum? Yeah, I think, you know, as I, we, we believe that there is a dearth of leadership, of principled Christian leadership. And again, we're not really pushing any of our students into any particular vocation, but we, we are very happy when they do take on positions of leadership. We think it's important that we engage the public square um, and to present and defend the faith in that area. So um, it's not a safe space right now for a lot of Christians uh, to hold true to their faith. And so we're really trying to fortify them 
uh, so that when they're confronted with very tough situations, they're, they're able to stand with their, their principles. Just this morning in seminar, I was in the summer, we have a program that's dedicated to uh, people in the military. And so all of the people who participate in the military or military program are now officers, and they have to, to lead other young men and women. And we know they're going to face a lot of tough, difficult decisions. And so it's important that they be prepared to, to face those and to stand up for what is right. You mentioned some of the other grads. What are some of the other grads doing? You talked about some who are homemakers or homeschoolers mm-hmm. and then others who are in military. What are yeah. some of the other vocational fields? We have a lot in the academia. Now, this is maybe K through 12, but we also have several of our alumni who are now teaching at the university level. We have a good percentage who have gone into the practice of law. We have some that are working in government agencies, both at the state level and in Washington, D.C. We have a few who have actually gone on for elective office, uh, mostly serving as state representatives and state senators in the states that they have come from. So it's a real mix. Uh, We have people who are in the arts. We have some graduates who are working in Hollywood right now as producers and writers of TV and film. So we we really want to try and cover all areas because culture is shaped by all of those areas. Finally, we're just about out of time, Greg. you mentioned a political science major at the university. Uh, does that dovetail into the connection between John Jay and Karen, and where is that headed? Yeah, we're, we're trying to strengthen that more. Um, this is just the first year of us uh, having this partnership. But one of the things just this past weekend, I was able to host a, a seminar dealing with religious liberty issues, and we were able to combine Karen students and John Jay fellows to participate in that. We brought in a nationally known speaker who's an expert on the American founding and the faith of our founders, who gave a keynote lecture on Friday. And then we had all day seminars, um, breakout sessions, dealing with different issues related to this. We're hoping to start a speaker series where that person can spend time with our John Jay fellows, but also spend time with Karen students and hopefully do some larger lectures for the the wider audience. So that's one way that we're really looking to uh, mutually have mutual benefit from this partnership. Well, thanks for joining us, Greg. And if any of our listeners are interested in the John Jay Institute, you can visit their website, which we'll post below the podcast. And we're not done with Greg, as he will be joining us for the next installment of Karen 10 on the subject of politics and the Christian in general. So if you've liked what you've heard so far from Greg, please make sure you join us for the next episode as we go deeper into this subject. Thanks for listening.